So, Dad, I don't know if you want to get into what's gone well this year um, and, and what you think, uh, looking back, the things you think we, we got accomplished and um, did well this this past year. Um, it was, well, it was a busy year, so that's always good. And I think we did make some improvements in certain areas of the business. We've filled some important roles. Uh, I think shipping's... Our shipping department, I think, is making some improvement, uh, process improvement, and and uh, Jacobs really helped us uh, down down in the shipping department. So that's that's been a big win. Yeah, I, I think shipping is one area that you know we've talked a lot with Jacob about this. How you know no one really thinks too much about shipping until something goes wrong, and so it was it's nice to have Jacob in here. We you know just a fresh mind. Obviously everyone's, we're, we're a business where we have a lot of people that have been around for a long time, which in most cases is a huge benefit. Um, but to have, uh, you know, someone like Jacob who not only, uh, hasn't been here for very long, but also, um, doesn't, hasn't had, it, hasn't been in manufacturing for a couple of decades. Um, he's brought some fresh eyes that have been really helpful. Yeah, no. So we've, so shipping's important and we've, I think made some improvement there and, um, we've we've brought on a number of people this year and which is good and now the thing we have to do is get them up to speed on some of our processes and work instructions and continue to focus on our training which is going to be you know training and and recruiting is going to be a big deal over the next couple of years not just for us but um almost any company manufacturing with the baby boomers retiring and the next generation is to fill in. So, um, you know, we, we've had some success filling some roles this year, but there's still a lot of work to do. Yeah. We're really early in that process. I think we've made a lot of great hires this year. We hired 12 people, uh, that are still here and that's, I went back and, and looked over the last 20 years. That's the most people we've hired continuously over the last 20 years. So that's, that's some, that's the really good sign. I think you, you know, obviously there's a lot of conversation here and, and um, in the news and just everywhere finding help and finding people is really hard right now. And um, in that scenario and in living in that world, we actually had a, I think a, a decent amount of success uh, finding people. And, and we've got some really great people. I, when uh, we're ha- the newsletter is coming out, 
um, in the next week or two here before the end of the year. And, you know, you see the faces of the people that were brought on this year and you just see it's such a solid group of people um, to complement the existing people we have here. Um, but I guess the, the, the next step is just bringing everyone in and getting everyone uh, into the HFW operating system, if you want to. Twenty-three uh, is getting everyone back involved in that. Yeah, no, I, I I would agree. So that's that's one of our big deals in twenty twenty-three: the focus on training and hiring additional people. And with that, also comes process improvement. You know, I think it's very important to focus on. Uh, you know, since we're having a tough time finding people just like, you know, any, it seems like any business in the manufacturing sector is having, you know, trouble finding the people they need right now. So that's, that's a big, it's a big deal, but um, I think it's important to really look at your processes and, and see whether you can improve upon them, whether it's automation, software, or just different, you know, sometimes there are little improvements that you can make that aren't, the big sexy things, but they really add up in the end. So, um, so those are things we'll look at in, in 2023. Yeah. And I think we're constantly trying to look at new ways to improve. And that's why we're digging back into topics like lean and, and things that we haven't looked at in a couple of years where sitting in the conference room right now and we have a, a process or a, a value stream map rather behind us, well, which is something we used to do a lot. And then kind of, you know, when we got busy and, and uh, had a couple of people leave, kind of fell to the wayside and now we're back into that. And I think um, it's fun, but it's we're also in the very early stages. There's a lot of work to be done. Um, and so I, I think that's where, as we look forward to 2023, um, you're going to see a lot more of is some of these things that we had done in the past and uh, had kind of fallen off or maybe hadn't been followed strangely. We're going to try to get back to some of these things and, and really just um, build a really robust company. That's a great place to work for and um, produce a solid results so that everyone can, um, I, I think, reap the rewards of, of that hard work. All right. So digging into what to expect in the coming year, Dad, do you want to talk a little bit about, kind of what you're seeing um, from, uh, we've talked a little bit about the economic outlook, um, but then here at HFW, what we're looking at doing when it comes to investments and training and, and uh, what 2023 looks like for HFW. Well, in terms of investments, we're looking at a couple of things. We do have a, a PTA welding system that should have been here. It's running a little late. I guess it's possible that we could get it in right before the end of the year. Most likely it'll slip into January. Um, I'm, I'm excited to get that in because that will, that will be an upgrade over our existing system. Um, you know, also looking at uh, another plasma spray system, you know, and really that's to replace an older system. Um, looking at some different grinding machines to increase our capability there. Um, so those, those are some of the big toys that we're, that we're looking at, but right now we're, we're also looking at the new shop software. 
So we'll get that implemented in 2023, and, and that should hopefully help us. And, and that was something we needed to do. So those are the uh, big investments on, on the radar. Yeah, and we'll be talking more about the, the new shop system in, in the coming weeks and months as uh, Tom, myself, and, and a couple others, I, I think, lead that charge. That's something that uh, it, it's, it should be nice because with a lot of ERP systems, which is what this, I guess, would be categorized as, you hear of, of these companies having ma- massive struggles to implement them. Um, I, I think we're in a good position because we're implementing something that's pretty familiar to us. This is basically an upgraded version of what we have now. So there's a lot of familiarity. It won't be radically different. There will be some changes, um, but using a modern software program will give us a lot of ability to expand beyond what we're doing now. Um, so, you know, Tom and I kind of talk about how the first step is getting our new system up to what we have now. And what, that'll take some time. That'll take a, I, probably a good, a good couple months once the system gets implemented in, we're looking at somewhere in the February range. But once we get at, once we get past getting everything up and running back to where we were, then we can layer on top of that some of the, these new improvements. And you'll see some of them in the shop. So things like uh, new um, screens that have all the jobs scheduled out. So it's, it's very clear. Everyone's on the same page as to the order of jobs, uh, what everyone, sh- what everyone's priorities are. Uh, everyone's kind of going to be on the same page and then getting into some more sophisticated scheduling down the line. Um, and, and, and then even, you know, looking at how we keep time, um, just the way that we, we manage our data, I think eventually will, um, begin to change. And so you'll start to see the, the very beginnings of that change in 2023. Um, and then especially as we get toward this time next year, you'll start to see some, some newer things, but it's, it's intentionally phased in so that it's not just a radical change all at once, because I don't think anyone really truly enjoys a, a situation like that. So we'll keep, we're going to have an episode where we talk exclusively about um, our new system, which hopefully won't put too many people to sleep. Um, but I just, uh, just to communicate what's going on with that, but that is something to look forward to in 2022. In addition to some of the new um, physical equipment that I think is a little bit easier to explain. Um, and I guess let's talk a little bit about training because training is something we're really focused on, especially, we, you know, we talked about the uh, the sheer number of, of new people we've added as well as people that have maybe been here a little while and we're just looking to, um, I think, have some more training available to everyone that wants it to continually get better. You want to talk a little bit about that, Ted? Yeah, no, training is going to be uh, something that hopefully we can focus on this next uh, this upcoming year, I know the thermal spray department, um, we have some newer people there and we've, we've already done a little bit of a hands-on training the last couple of weeks with some of the guys in the spray shop, but we'll, we want to do, we have some classroom training that we've done in the past and we want to, uh, do that in 2023. And then also too, I think it's important to look at other areas of the shop and, and see where we may need to invest in some training. Um, you know, whether it's maybe it's grinding, maybe it's dynamic balancing, I'm not sure, but um, you know, that's the you know, that's you know, the the good news is we've hired some 
some people this year. The bad news is we have to get them up to speed on our on our uh, work work instructions and processes, and and that takes time. Um, so definitely something we want to uh, focus on this year is, is training, not just in the spray shop, but in other departments as well. Yeah, especially you know we like we mentioned earlier, there's a lot of um, the baby boomer generation and uh, and even like the older people, I would say in your generation, Dad, that are starting to look at retirement if they haven't already retired. And so we've seen you know a dramatic shift in the last couple of years of we have started to bring in some some younger people. And obviously the the good thing is there's a lot of runway there. The the one of the things that we just have to work a lot on is um, everyone's coming in pretty green. So that's where the training comes in. And that's where, you know, it's also helpful to have our, um, our guys that have been doing it for a couple of decades and have that skill um, because they're incredibly valuable, both for the work they're able to do and also hopefully being able to impart some of that wisdom on our newer guys. Um, and so, so that focus on training is something we really want to do. And we look at it, we really want to help on an individual level, everyone get better at what they do and, and have a more fulfilling life. I think that's a, a big part of it. This isn't just us to train someone so they can do a job. It's, you know, we want to take someone who comes to us, you know, maybe not having any experience in manufacturing and give them the skills they need to not only do this job, but, you know, provide a better living for themselves and, and their family. Um, and that's really what we want to do. And we really think that if we invest in the training and we invest in the people, um, the business side of it will take care of itself. So that's kind of, I, I think, um, our outlook on training. So anything else that you'd like to talk about that you think uh, you see coming in the next year, what to expect? Uh, well, I mean, I just hope it's another busy year. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, right now, you know, everyone's talking about recession and, um, who knows if that's going to happen or not. Um, a lot of our customers are still busy. So, you know, we just have to control what we can control and keep our head down and focus on, focus on our job. And, and, uh, you know, hopefully 2023 will be a good year. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I think that's well said. All right. So moving into kind of the, bigger picture vision for what you want to create, the business you want to create. I know I've had a couple of people who have said they'd like to hear you talk a little bit about it because you've mentioned bits and pieces of it. Um, so can you just kind of draw a little bit of a picture of what you're envisioning we can be in the future? So maybe not in the in the next year or two, but in the 5, 10, 15 year range? Well, I, I want, um, I think HFW has always had a good uh, reputation out there in the, um, in the thermal spray community. Uh, you know, we've always had a good reputation as a company with, I mean, we don't consider ourselves a coding company, but we focus on the single source capabilities and how, you know, our ideal jobs are jobs that, you know, go through the machining department, the grinding department, welding and thermal spray. Um, so we've always had a strong, reputation with in in our industry and with some of our customers and i would just like to improve upon that and become um you know one i mean the big hairy goal is you know become one of those premier job shops 
in, in, in the nation for manufacturing or rebuilding components with, uh, you know, with, with, with a coating that, you know, that's usually our sweet spot and, and try and focus on solving problems for customers and be that, um, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're not going to be the next uh, Caterpillar or G, I don't think. But if we can be known as, you know, as one of the best companies in our niche, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. So, um, you know, that's, that's the goals that just keep, keep moving forward here. Well, I think the, the thing with that too, is there aren't many companies that offer the, the, set and the combination of skills that we have here and that we're able to offer to customers. So we're already in a, at an advantage there. And now it's just, I, I think part of it is a, is a sales practice and part of it is how can we continually get better so that we can, we can absorb even more business. And I, I think that's, you know, something that I had, hadn't even appreciated fully until I, I started visiting with some of our customers is truly how much people are, and people being our customers rave about HFW's quality and how reliable we are. And I think those two things, when you have that kind of reputation, you know, people talk and, and the people that we work with at our customers, they're, all, they're, you know, they're moving to different companies all the time. And so it's just like, my, like you said, upholding that reputation and then expanding that, expanding that and, and making sure that we can get the word out a little bit more. I think that's something that looking ahead, we're, you know, we're really focused on marketing and getting out, getting some of that word of mouth out there. Uh, obviously word of mouth is one of the best forms of advertising. I think HFW in general has a very strong word of mouth, um, advertisement within the industry, but now it's just making sure that we can expand that. And I think there's really unlimited potential in terms of what we can do because there aren't many people that offer it, but there is still a huge need. Almost every big industrial company could in some way, shape or form use the services we're providing. And that's what I think we're trying to tap into long-term. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, we sometimes, I don't think appreciate all that we do here. And, and when you get out and talk to customers or potential customers and they find out that you have all these capabilities under one roof, um, a lot of times they're, they're pretty impressed. And, and I think it's just, you know, I'm a big believer in, 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 continuous improvement. I don't think you can just do the same thing over and over and be satisfied with the results. So it's, it's important. You know, I'd like to, you know, we need to focus on, uh, you know, increasing sales, but yet keeping, keeping our present customers happy, you know, profitability, you know, this is where lean manufacturing comes in. And then also, um, you know, continuous improvement and how do you continue to uh, you know, make your business better so that you don't just, I've seen a lot of companies over the years, um, you know, as, as their age, uh, as their workforce ages out, you know, they lose some people and, you know, they're not able to offer some of the services that they did in the past because they didn't prepare for that moment. They didn't prepare for those contingencies. And I don't want our company to be one of those companies. So I'm a, I'm a big believer. You have to just continually adapt. Uh, otherwise you're, you're, you know, not gonna, you know, capitalism, capitalism will, will, will fix that. So I, you know, I'm a big believer, small company, big company, you always, you know, you, you have to keep, keep moving the ball forward. You can't be content on just 
you know, the status quo. Yeah. And I, I think that's something that we traditionally have done a, a pretty good job of. I know we've talked in the past on the podcast about how HFW as a business has really managed the, the innovation cycle and the economic cycles pretty well. We've moved from, you know, many industries to different industries, depending on, you know, what's popular. Obviously we used to do a lot, a ton of printing work and now this podcast is being recorded on a computer. Uh, we have our phones. Yeah. Printing is obviously a fraction of what it used to be. Um, it looks like in maybe not the, the near future, but in the distant future, it looks like maybe oil and gas is the same way, but we've been traditionally, I think, pretty good at adapting and moving and, and moving in between industries based on uh, what is popular at the time. And, and I think that's another beauty of the business is that we have that ability. Um, our services are, aren't needed by one particular industry. There's a lot of variety and that gives us a lot of advantage when it comes to um, managing economic cycles and um, innovation and things like that. Yeah, no, I think we have a lot of flexibility here. And so, no, I'm, I'm as I said, I, I'd like to keep, you know, we, we've always had a good reputation and I'd like to improve upon that and maintain that um, reputation. Also, you know, be a, um, you know, we, we've had a long history of uh, employees who've been with us for, you know, it's has not been uncommon for people to retire here after 25, 30, 35, 40 some years here. And, and, um, you know, I'd like us to, you know, you know, be, you know, be this, be that business that, you know, people want to come to work for, um, you know, that's what we're trying, you know, that's what we're trying to, trying to do. That's, you know, that's one way of getting, uh, you know, improving upon the company is getting a, a good crew of people. I mean, we already have a good crew of people, but, you know, we, we need a couple more good people and, you know, continually, you know, reinvest in training. And, and uh, you know, that's how, that's how we're going to keep the business moving forward. Well, I think we've seen time and time again, especially this year and in, in past years too, that, it's really, if you can get good people, if you can find a good person that maybe doesn't necessarily have the skill and then you pair them with someone, you know, one of those veterans who's been at HFW for 10, 15, 20 plus years, uh, it's a really invaluable com combination because, you you know, you can, you can train for a skill. Obviously, in some cases, it takes a lot of time, especially with the, the skilled positions we have here, um, but you can't always train for culture. You know, the culture fit, it's it's usually there or it's not. And and I think we've seen that this year. We've brought in some really good people that, um, like we've talked about on this podcast and in, in previous episodes, um, they're coming in pretty green. But um, we're, when we pair them up with some of the experts that we have here, I think it's going to be a really potent combination in the future as we look to grow. So I guess that's all well and good. But to kind of wrap up this discussion about the vision, um, as someone who's maybe in the day-to-day -day on the shop floor or, or even in the engineering office or is very involved in, in the, working on the day-to-day, -day, how, how does someone, what role does everyone play in the vision? How, 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 how do you, uh, how, how does each and every person here play a role in getting to that vision? Well, I, 
um, I'm a big believer, and I've seen it over the years, that everyone um, everyone plays an important part. And, and, and people, people have an effect on a small business more than they think. And it can be positive or it can be negative. And, um, you know, I can think of examples of both over the 30 years I've been here. I mean, I've seen, uh, I've seen, you know, we've had people over, over the years that they were just, they were not a fit culturally and they were, um, you know, they, they, they were not good for the culture. They weren't nice people. They were, you know, poisonous and, and, you know, those, those people are no longer here. And on the other hand, we've got some people who've been with us for a long time and people we've just added recently. And it's like a breath of fresh air. And you really, you really can see the difference. One person really um, can affect a lot of things in this business. And that's what I want everyone to, um, you know, kind of take from this podcast is what they do each and every day makes a difference. And, uh, you know, I think, I think if you're in a large company, it's tough to see that, but in a small company, um, it's, it's easy to see right away. Yeah. I think that's well said. I I think you can see it with, with a lot of the people that have been here, you know, the, just someone's whole demeanor can change based on their interaction with one person and a small company. I think that just becomes more and more clear. And, And so, it's it, that's why I, I know it, it. We're probably beating a dead horse, but it just comes back to it's all about the people, and I think that's how we get to that vision is just having a super strong team. And I think we have one here, and we're going to continue to try to build that um, to get to that bigger vision. Yeah. No, I mean it all. It all comes down to people, and uh, you know that's you know that's the that's the name of the game. And the shops, you know, there are a couple shops that I. Um, kind of envy and, and those, and, and I know that those, those shops focus on the culture and they focus on recruiting good people and they focus on training and, and that's where, where I would like to go, you know, continue to improve upon that. Yeah. I think that, you know, one final point is if, as we're trying to improve on that, if you notice there's an inconsistency somewhere, I think it's important to, to point it out to, everyone and say how you know this isn't consistent with where we want to go how how can we fix this and everyone should be i think open to that and trying to get better um and so that that's you know another thing too i think we do a pretty good job but if there's something that needs to be improved on um please don't feel afraid to say something because saying something is how we we do get to that next level all right so i think that the last for the last part last section of the podcast as we enter the new year, Dad, I just wanted to get something that you are grateful for as we close out 2022. Um, something about the business or about life that you've been grateful for this year and that you'd wanted to um, make a point to note here in the podcast. Well, I'm just first, you know, first of all, I'm grateful for my family. So that's, that's, uh, that's the most important thing to me. Um, but also very important very grateful for um we have a lot of good hard working employees and and um i enjoy seeing you know i i enjoy coming to work we've got a good group of people and you know they've worked hard this year and it hasn't been easy i mean the last couple of years has been difficult because of covid and 
supply chain challenges and uh, you know trying to find people. I mean, it's it it hasn't been easy, but um, you know it's it's you know another year has come and gone, and and uh, you know I look forward to. Uh, 2023, and um, you know we'll we'll see what 2023 brings, but you know hopefully it'll be uh, you know hope hopefully 2023 will you know hopefully we're coming out of this whole COVID supply chain mess of the past couple of years, and I think things are getting a little better out there. So I don't know, just you know just grateful for the year that we had, and and uh, hope you know hope we get better in 2023. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on today, Dad. I think this is a good, hopefully a good synopsis of, of the year and, and what has been in 2022 and then what we're looking forward to in 2023 as well. Um, and so, you know, if you have any questions or any feedback, please let me know or send me a message. I'm always happy to talk and we're always looking for people on the podcast as well as we go into uh, the new year. We're going to be looking to try some new things, get some different people on and hopefully have some really good conversations as we continue to grow the business. So I think that's going to wrap it up for the podcast for today and, and for this year. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks.